Hi everyone, my name is Yosef Siegel and welcome to this week's edition of the AMM Torah Podcast. I have to apologize for not putting out a podcast last week. I uh, was not expecting such uh, significant backlash. <laughs> There's several of uh, you loyal listeners out there who... Um, were quite disappointed, and uh, for that I have to apologize. But uh, Baruch Hashem, uh, back here after only a one-week absence, and uh, providing you with a new, uh, fresh podcast of our Torah, and I hope you enjoy. Uh, before we begin, I just want to, um, I just want to let you know about the new project that I've begun this week. Uh, I've started a new podcast with a friend of mine, Yehuda Rabin, uh, called Back of the Base, where we take a look at different topics in Jewish hashkafa and Jewish thought uh, that are very classically discussed, uh, whether it be in Chazal and the Rishonim, or whether it be even nowadays uh, in the back of the base, uh, which is kind of the idea behind the name and the podcast in general. Um, it's, a, it's a little more light and loose than uh, some, some uh, discussions and some uh, materials that you may have seen earlier. And uh, I would strongly encourage all of you to check it out. Uh, you can find it at backofthebase.blogspot.com. Uh, we just put up the uh, first episode this week. Um, it's uh, part one of a very long discussion that Yehuda, Yehuda and I had about uh, oral Torah and the validity of the oral, oral Torah and how we figure it out. Um, the podcasts are made up of discussions that Yehuda and I have, which are very free-flowing. Um, they go on for a long time, uh, which is why we have to divide it up. And uh, I'm not going to say any more. I will just encourage all of you to check it out and at least listen for a little bit. So without further ado, let's get right into this week's Dvar Torah for Parshas Yisro. So while the most significant event in Parshas Yisro is obviously the story of Matan Torah, uh, the Parsha begins with a less dramatic, but also very significant story. The development of the first uh, justice system in the history of the Jewish people. So Yisro, Moshe's father-in-law, joins the Bnei Yisrael in the desert. And uh, on the first day that he's there, he notices that Moshe is standing, or is actually sitting, uh, all day uh, as people come uh, to him to judge their disputes. And the Mepharshim uh, differ as to whether Yisro was worried about the respect of Bnei Yisrael, that such a hush of a nation should have to stand uh, the entire day waiting for their turn to speak to Moshe, or whether he felt that Moshe was putting uh, too heavy of a burden on himself by being the lone judge for the entire nation. But either way, Yisro felt that the time had come to develop a court system. So he begins to advise Moshe on the need for additional judges. Uh, he designs a, a new chain of command as to how many judges uh, to pick and how they would be divided among the people. And then he instructs Moshe on the proper uh, way to pick new judges, the midos that they should uh, have. And this is Perak Yudches, Pasuk Chafalef, just the first half of the Pasuk. You shall see from among the entire nation, Anshe Chayel, men of means, Yirayelukim, who fear God, Anshe Emes, men of truth, Sone Batza, who despise money. So Yisrael felt that these four qualities were important in judges, and Chazal, in the Gemara Nadarim, Daf Lamed Chesamed Aleph, agree with him. And they explain these four uh, midos from the Pasuk, again, Anshei Chal, Yir Elokim, Anshei Emes, and Sone Batza, as strength, wisdom, wealth, and humility. And in fact, 
all four of these attributes were present in Moshe, making him the best example of a judge among the entire nation. So for those of you who have uh, been following this podcast for a while and also read my Dvar Torah for uh, the past several years, um, you know that I love bringing examples, I love bringing Dvar Torah uh, that showcase the greatness of Moshe. So I figured that this would be a good one to explore, where the Kliyakar over here dis- uh discusses these four midos and explains why they're so important in picking judges. And then subsequently, we can understand the greatness of Moshe that all of these midos uh, were present in him. So the first one is strength. And the Kaliakar explains that this refers to physical strength. Chayel, while it means it could be translated as either physical or or uh, emotional or spiritual in some, in some senses, um, in this case, does mean physical. And he says that it's important that the judges have some sort of physical strength so they uh, will not be easily intimidated by unruly um, either litigants or defendants in court. This doesn't mean that they all need to be bodybuilders, um, but the idea still is that they should, uh, they should not be weak people. Um, the next one uh, is humility. Humility is very important as well. And in fact, in the Pasuk, it refers to humble people as Yireh Elohim, God-fearing. Now, why is it that humility is represented by true fear of Hashem? We believe that the only true judge in this world is Hashem. And for someone to step into that space in this world of being able to judge people um, and not recognize this great responsibility placed upon him, that he's essentially taking the place of God, you, you have to have such humility to, to accept that thing. Somebody, somebody who's going to come into that situation thinking that they deserve to be there, how could you not be in awe of, of being in a position which had previously only, be occupied, only been occupied by God? That's insane. So somebody who, it needs to be somebody who demonstrates true humility, who recognizes this responsibility and this opportunity, and somebody who does so is a true uh, truly fears Hashem. Uh, the next one we say, Anche Emes, men of truth, and that refers to Chachma, Chachamim, wise men. As a judge, you must be able to discern the truth from the lies uh, to properly decide the judgment. And not only must you be wise in order to see what is the truth, uh, you must also be able to maintain the truth regardless of the situation placed before you. Um, the Psukim, uh, in various places in the Torah, when they're talking about court cases, give examples both ways. There are sometimes where uh, you'll be inclined to agree with the stronger person, uh, whether it's uh, physical strength or wealth, uh, more inf- more influential person, uh, simply because you feel that this person is not going to uh, be lying in this in this case. Um, and sometimes you'll look at the other way. Sometimes you'll be that this person, this other person over there, is so weak, he's so poor, he's so desolate that I just need to decide in his favor because he he can't afford for me not to. Um, and in both of those cases, the Torah warns us uh, to make sure to maintain to maintain uh, your integrity and to decide the truth regardless of who it affects. And finally, it's important for a judge to be uh, a man of means to be wealthy. Now, whether this refers to somebody who's actually wealthy or whether this refers to uh, the classic case that we find in Masech in the fourth parak, uh, someone who is... Um, 
who's satisfied uh, with whatever they have, the explanation is the same. You have to despise money. Someone who has everything he needs and or he understands that he has everything he needs uh, will not be tempted by any sort of bribe. And since he has all that he needs, there's no temptation to take anything extra. He'll be completely unaffected by it. And it's, it's very important for a person like that, for a judge, to be a person like that. These were the attributes that people needed to be selected as judges for the Jewish people, nothing less. How great was this nation that these were the people who judged them, and how fortunate they were to be led by such a man as Moshe Rabbeinu, who completely personified on the highest level every single one of these four midos. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. For any questions, comments, or to subscribe to the email newsletter, please email me at amemtorah at gmail.com. That's A-I-M-E-M-T-O-R-A-H at gmail.com. The email newsletter will give you updates for Amem Torah, as well as the written version of the Dvar Torah in your inbox, along with an MP3 download of this podcast. The podcast is also available on iTunes. Just search for the Amem Torah podcast or my name, Yosef Siegel. Please check out the blog itself, oldideasforthemodernmind.blogspot.com, where you can get the written version of this week's Dvar Torah, as well as the archived versions of the previous eight years of Amem Torah Divrei Torah. Please check out my website, hashkafahandbook.com, where this podcast is hosted, and learn more about my book, Reality Check, A Handbook of Hashkafa. And finally, please check us out on social media. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash amemtorah, and on Twitter, Twitter handle at amemtorah. That's A-I-M-E-M-T-O-R-A-H. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening, and have a great job.